Pleasant good evening to Love all of you. Pleasant good evening to all of you out there in Radio Land. I'm waiting to join Mason and Guess, which will be on just around 18 minutes after the hour. And we hope that you will be with us as we entertain you with some music on until then. So here is Mike, Michael Jackson. He explained something. Who is it? That's called. That's the title of that another album. So why don't you listen?
Forgiven, forgiven, child. 
six feet under I could have been lost forever Yeah, I should be in that fire But now there's fire inside of me Here I am, a dead man walking No grave gonna hold God's people All the weight of all our evil Lived it away, forever free Who could believe, who could believe Forgiven, forgiven You love me even when I don't Just for the children's sake You don't love me And I don't love you Let's go our separate ways We can stay together Just for the children's sake We've been a million places But here's where we both call Amazes me that we are here and yet we're still alone. The kids that we are hurting, they should be our main concern. You could see their little faces in every corner that you turn. For me and you, strong over her. So let's think about the kids The future depends on what they see And the way we choose to live So we have to stay together Just for the children's sake There's no other way out Let's we choose whose heart to break We must make our minds up and learn to give and take. So we have to stay together, but just for the children's sake. Days are swiftly passing And we're still searching who's to blame Next strange is no robbery While we play our cheating game It's hard enough not knowing Just what tomorrow brings Outside the hate 
podcast. We join Mason and Guest. The West Indian smile was as broad as Old Trafford. Yes, indeed. But at the end of the first day's play in the first test played in Antigua, I think England will be happy. 268 for six. Happy because at one stage they were 48 for four. And that man, Johnny Mark Bristol, born September 26, 1989, from Brentford, Yorkshire, his eighth test ton. Uh, he was the star of the first day. 109 not out, 216 balls, 17 fours, and involved in two very important partnerships. First with Ben Folks, who made 42 before he was legged before to Holder. And from that position of 48 for four, England then went to 214 for six. But we know that Chris Schwartz could bat. He's on 24, 268 for six, 86 overs bold. And the new ball is just around the corner. The best scenes are hoping that England wouldn't go too much more than 300. On the other hand, I would think that England would be hoping that a and company can carry them well past 350. That's all conjecture. What's reality is at the end of the first day's play, 268 for the loss of six, England in 86 overs. I'll give you the bowling figures. Wrote 16 overs, two minutes, two for 71. Seals, 19 overs, five minutes. He picks up two for 64. Holder, 16 overs, nine minutes, two for 15. Joseph, a bit disappointed, I thought. 19 overs, two minutes, none for 16. Left arm spinner for more. Well, really, uh, 13 overs, none for 35. And Bradford towards the end, three overs, one made none for seven. So we're going to be doing an analysis at the end of the first day's play. And, of course, already we've got uh, the English player and Johnny Moran. We've got uh, Philo Wallace, a regular, on, on the show. And uh, Carlisle Best has joined us as well. So without any further ado, let's go to Carlisle Best, first of all. Carlisle, how are you this evening? Nice to see you, looking as young as ever. Um, your, your impression of the first day's play from 48th before England having won the toss, mind you, the West Indies, leaving out Philip and Mears. They may regret leaving out Mears now. The batting looks a bit short to me. 268 for loss of six wickets. Your impressions of day one. Carlisle. Turn on the mic, Carlisle. Ah. Yes, we're hearing you loud and clear, Carlisle. There you, there you. I've got it. First of all, it's an honor. It's an honor. It's an honor um, to join you again this evening, and it's also an honor that um, I'm actually take for a ball in front of the law. Momentum, uh, you had a momentum 
and four wickets down. And you would have thought that that momentum would have been sustained. Unfortunately, it wasn't. And the first hour after Lance, I think England is when England really got back into the got back into the match. Um, I think they scored uh, 40, 50 runs in that first hour uh, and, be, and began uh, that recovery process. Uh, the bowling again, impressive. Early on, Jason Holder was saying that the ball did move around. I'm a little concerned about the pitches that we continue to prepare in the Caribbean. Um, without any grass, without any real bounce and pace. There was swing, but there wasn't a lot of bounce in, in, in the pitch. And I wonder if that is strategic from the part of West Indies to get bored. All that, we're not really sure um, how to prepare the kind of pitches to suit our attack. Mm. Our bowling attack has to be supported by the kind of pitches that would deliver the kind of bounce and pace that they... We've got four fast bowlers, our four medium, medium seamers, whatever. I thought that you should have had, we should have had a pitch that would support them. And of course, we saw a little bit of um, uh, for Mal and didn't seem to be anything, any turn and bounce for him either. So I, 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 I'm questioning, I'm questioning the, 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 the nature, quality of pitches that we're providing. England batted very well. You've got to congratulate them. We started extremely well. You've got to congratulate our bowlers. Kimaro is still our best bowler. And ably supported by Jaden Steele, who's, who's coming along very, 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 very good indeed. Uh, you can see the lack of experience, and hopefully he would learn um, as you go along and do. So I would say that it's about, it's about maybe even Stevens. Uh, we lost the advantage after last. Uh, but... This is a five-day game, huh? and it's only day one. And if you remember um, the last local cricket we had here, Jamaica, were 299-3 and, and lost. So all is not lost as yet, um, Andrew. Uh, and there's still a lot of cricket to go. I don't want to rush it down too much. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, okay. We're going to get some reaction from Johnny Bristow and, of course, from Philo as well. But, of course, uh, we also want to... Keep an eye on the West Indies women. They are very much involved uh, in, uh, you know, the, uh, the World Cup. Had a very good victory against New Zealand. And they've got a, a big match on now. And they've started pretty, pretty well. And, you know, uh, when you consider that uh, it was a very, very good victory against uh, New Zealand. And they're hoping now that they can do well against England. They're 24 without loss in five overs. And three balls. I'll try and get... Keep you up to date on that. Haley Matthews is on five, and DeAndre Dotton is on 17 from 18 balls. So we're going to really keep you posted on that. So five overs gone with the West Indies winning the toss, the women, and choosing to bat their 24-look loss. And, of course, by the end of this program, uh, we should have, uh, I would imagine by then, perhaps pretty close to, to 30 overs bold or even more. So 24-look loss. But just before Johnny comes in and uh, Philo Wallace, let's go quickly to, to Antigua and speak to the former West Indies batsman, Sylvester Joseph. I know you're a very busy man there um, in, in Antigua. Uh, Sylvester, nice to, to, um, to hear you. Um, your reaction to the first day's play at the end of the first day, 268 for loss of six England. Your reaction? Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon to, um, to you, Mason, and good afternoon to all who are listening. Yeah, the action really was you know, intense, especially for the, the first hour when uh, the West Indies bowlers 
really capitalize on the early moisture. You know, um, this, is, this is a norm for, for, for the pitches in Antigua, the first hour normally has a bit of moisture. So if you, if you bowl on the right areas, you know, and take your catches, you can you can um, get some wickets. And West Indies did that, even though they, they, they dropped a, a few. Yes, they did. Blackford was the culprit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I thought the bowlers really, really bowl well, especially Holder. You know, Holder hit the, the right areas. Uh, Kimar Roach, you know, the FPM Kimar Roach, you know, the wicket taker, keep, keep, you know, keep on the pressure. But, you know, um, Johnny Bursko, even from the practice game, Andrew, mm-hmm. he, looked, he looked the partner. He looks like he's on a mission. He looks he, like he, he really grasping the opportunity of the, the senior batter in this team, you know, um, alongside the captain. The captain really didn't get any, any today, but Johnny, from the very onset terms of the, the practice matches, yeah, the, the practice match, you know, he looked really, really good. Mm-hmm. Now, England won the toss, Sylvester, and they decided to bat. Uh, were you surprised by that decision? Yeah, um, definitely. Even I saw in the on nineteen as well, you know, the English they won the start a few times and decided to bat. But um during the conditions in Antigua, mm-hmm. you have to really bat well for the very first hour because normally, you know, the pitch the pitch has a has a bit of moisture and as I said if the bowlers, you know, bowler right areas, they're gonna get a few wickets. And so and, and, and that and that they did today, you know. Um mm-hmm. With the English bowlers, you know, the West Indies with the vulnerability at the top of the West Indies. All right, I thought that they would take the opportunity to go to bowl first. I see. Well, we're not going to keep you too much longer. A couple of quick questions before you go. Uh, the decision to leave out Philip and uh, Amiris, were you surprised by that? Yeah, I was a bit fast, but, um, especially with Mears, you know. Um, he, has, he, has, he has been, you know, dear and dear about what I... I, I like the I like the fact that you know Shamar Brook. I think he's one of our mm-hmm. more better back batsmen. Um, I always had a problem of him not you know being in the in the squad, much less in the eleven. Mm-hmm. You know for the for the for the opportunity that he he gotten he has gotten for for the short piece of time. I, I believe that you know he looks the part. He has done himself real um, good justice, even at the test bench. Right. You know, so he's very consistent. So I'm I'm happy that he's back. You know, unfortunately for me, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I am not. I'm not too worried in terms of um, getting getting uh, uh, his bat. Mm-hmm. And and in terms of tomorrow, now two sixty eight for loss of six. What are your expectations tomorrow? Well, um, I think you know overnight, overnight the way we have some overnight showers for the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. So probably you know if it continues, then you may have a the early morning bite. So this time maybe be about for half hour. You know, with fresh bowlers, um, fresh fast bowlers, that they can come and you know and, and get the, the, the remaining wickets, so that the batters can really get a good knock. I think you know if they get uh, the England out before lunch, mm-hmm. uh, it should be the it should be the best time for West Indies to bat. You know, right, right. The pitch, mm-hmm. yeah, the pitch should settle down. The pitch should be at its best for batting. So it's up to um, our batsmen now to take the, the full advantage of you know of what the bowlers are doing. Final question: How was Bathurst captaincy? Was he okay? Was he too defensive? What do you thought of him today? No, I thought, um, in terms of, I thought he bowled like the fast bowlers uh, a bit too long. Mm. Uh, they were way behind of the, of the, the, um, the overs rate. Right. In, in the end, you know, but uh, early on, but he thought, you know, like the, the, the fact that he believes in his fast bowlers, and um, the bowlers realized that he believed in them and he gave them the opportunity. So, you know, they, they, they work hard for him and he trusts them. So, 
but overall, I think he's a good captain. I always like him. I like the aggressiveness. I like how he, he tries different things. Um, he, he brings something. He does not allow the game to prolong and, you know, keep going and going and going. He, he tries things when, when things are not going his way. So mm-hmm. I, I, I am I'm, I'm happy. I'm not pleased. And I can't really say much about his captain. The only thing that probably he needs to, you know, get the, the over it um, up, up to scratch. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Sylvester, thanks very much uh, for uh, talking to us uh, right there in Antigua, the game being fair there, former West Indies uh, batsman. Thanks to you, Sylvester. Yeah, anytime. Thanks for having me. Of course. There you have it, Sylvester Joseph, as I said, the former West Indies uh, test batsman offering his perspective. Let's go to Johnny Baran. Now, Johnny, at 48 for four, England in big trouble. Johnny Brace, you know him well. How do you assess day one? I think it was a fascinating um, day one. I think from an England point of view, seemingly England have been 40 for four in almost every single test match since 2013 when they were kind of last at the top of the, of the test tree. One of the problems for England actually at that point is actually getting runs from the middle order. But this is quite a balanced middle order that England possess. And actually, arguably, you could say one of the benefits of, the, of leaving out Broad and Anderson is they go, they've got a little bit of steel in the tail, as you mm. saw by the batting of Wokes coming a little late there. If I'm honest, I think, you know, looking also at that interview that Johnny Bairstow gave at the end of end of day one, I thought was very, very revealing. He suggested that first innings runs, as we all know, is going to be absolutely critical. I think this is a big score. I think two, two, six, eight for six. Having covered West Indies cricket for the last couple of years, I would say two, six, eight for six looks a very, very big score. If England get up above 300, now they haven't done that in 13 innings. They've only won one test in the last 14 matches they have played. They've always been behind at the eight ball in the last year of test cricket. But for the first time in a long period of time, England find themselves with their noses in front and with Bairstow still to back tomorrow morning and the likes of Wokes and a very useful looking uh, strong late order as well. I, I fancy England here, I have to say, based on this, this day's cricket. Hello? Mm. Andrew, good evening. Good evening to, to, to all your guests. Dr. Stuart Carlisle, best. I obviously have to give this seniority, Carlisle. Well, people, if you take the first ball, I, I have no objection to that. And Johnny Baran is more serious than I am. And I think even also to you know, Best of Santos, uh, those people work very hard. And Heaven as well, Sterling Hart, all the people out there who are watching the test match. And you are 44 for four. I, I think that we missed the plot. And I think that sometimes our captain needs to just think outside the box a bit more. Um, you need a team like England, you need to squeeze them. Mm-hmm. When you get Joe Root out, you've got to start looking to, to make serious in rules. You've got to go to your bowler unit and gentlemen, you're not going to be off, but you're not decent. Yeah, we're trying to give it a press celebrate and see what we can get and try to restrict these guys. We know Johnny Bearstow is a fighter, a good player, Andrew. From the four day warm up game, he looked good. And I said last week that he's a danger man. But he's on the, he's understand, he understands his game now. He plays all three formats and he plays them well. But you still need to get the bowlers. This is the first test match. You still need to get your bowlers to really dig deep. It's, it's, it's very placid. I'm surprised at that, that surface at the Savivir Emergency Stadium. And, and I agree that we need to, I agree with Carla, but we need to prepare pitches to help our fast bowlers. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that these friendly pitches we are offering us, it's not doing our cricket any good. Our bowlers have to work a tad too hard to get wickets at home. See what Pakistan will do or Australia, triangle them for five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, big people come to the Caribbean. We should prepare pitches that suit us 
so that we can get some results in our favour. But I thought that England obviously would have gone to bed tonight, uh, sleeping a lot more comfortable than they thought they would have. Uh, and it just goes to show Scarlett Bishop said that the, 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 the depth of England cricket, and this guy there, so it's a Yorkshireman. Mm -hmm. We know what they give. They're fighters. They come, they come with their, with their gloves on and punches. He's not going to roll over and die. The captain of England is from Yorkshire. They've been So this guy has a point to prove, and I'm happy for him. Obviously, sad that West Indies commit more inroads, but it was a good day's play of Test match cricket, mm -hmm. and I hope that our bowlers would earn from the first day. Uh, Joe Sylvester Joe said that they had overnight showers for the last couple of weeks. Let's hope they have those overnight showers and to give us a freshen, uh, no freshen. That takes a bit. Help our bowlers tomorrow morning, because if they don't get into that lower middle order early. They're just going to be chasing leather mm. um, because they're going to look at it at one stage. It might be a flat pitch, but we still have to back well on it as well. If we don't back well, you're going to be in trouble. So the England, uh, England to me, and they have taken the honors on this first day. With four more days to play. It's going to be hard grinding test match cricket. Mm. And I just want to wish all of them the best. But it, it was a good day to play. It was good to see the fight back from England. Mm, okay. When we come back, we'll go to Dr. Ford. And we're going to open the lines pretty early to get your reaction, 441790. Mason and guests brought to an association with our very good friends at ASAP White Rum, the best shot of the day. Yeah, we're waiting to join Mason and guests. And we resume. Uh, let's hear from... Good evening, and welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. blogtalkradio.com slash thecricketshow, or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to thecricketshow at comcast.net. And now, let's talk cricket, lovely cricket. 19, uh, Matthews is on 20, how many overs bowl, Larry? I'm just checking eight overs and three balls, 43 without loss. So we're going to continue to update you. A little bit later on on the show, we're going to talk to Mike Matthews, who is the father of Haley, And, you know, with that tremendous performance uh, from her, no doubt, um, we're going to... Okay, uh, uh, good evening, Andrew, and to all of our guests and our listeners. Um, I'd like to to address Johnny uh, for, for a little bit. Uh, Johnny, you, you made a good point. I think the difference between the two sides is that lower middle order with uh, Wolf coming in at eight and, and folks. And, and I think they, they, there's more, you know, they have an ability to rebound where with the West Indies, they have Holder coming in at six and then the Silver who hasn't really established himself or made a, a big uh, a test hundred. Uh, coming in at seven, so I think that's a big difference to the side. But what do you think about Folks and and his performance today? I mean, you you've been trying a lot of keepers, but very bad Bearstow. Uh, Folks is very good behind the stumps and, and looked pretty solid and played a very important inning, helping uh, Bearstow today. Do you think maybe you found a, a test keeper that you can rely on? It, it's early days yet, but what do you think about his performance today? Yeah, I mean, Ben, ben Folks actually, if you look at his averages, averages right up there with, with, with most of the top order. Um, he was found out a little, actually, on the, on the last tour in the West Indies in 2019. I think there's a suspicion that he didn't deal um, with the short ball that well on that particular tour. But he is a fantastic gloveman. Anybody who witnessed his performance 
uh, in India in in the winter on pitches that basically broke up before the, the ball was even bowled. It was quite incredible. And I think um, one of the problems with with England is that they've just basically sort of trying to get square heads, square pegs, if you like, in in round holes to try and accommodate somebody like Butler because they feel or they felt that Butler was this explosive Gilchrist type batsman that you'd have in your middle order. But he, but he never produced the goods, really. Butler just slightly looked unsettled in that position. Folks was always the most obvious choice as keeper. He's a solid bat. And actually, what's probably held him back, actually, is that he hasn't probably scored the weight of runs that he should do in mm-hmm. domestic cricket. And, you know, the selectors have a good look at that. And that's, if he was, you know, around about the 1,000-run mark at sort of 40, 42, something along those lines on an annual basis in the county championship, I think he would have played a great deal more test cricket. And actually, to be honest, one of the reasons that he's not in, wasn't in the test side um, in, in the winter is that, bizarrely, in the, in the build-up to, to last summer's test matches in England, he slipped in the changing room at Surrey, did a hamstring, and that cost him the entire summer. It was only by the time England got got into their winter program that he was back sort of training with the with the first team. So, you know, I, I think folks is a class, class act. Anybody that scores 100 on their test debut is definitely a good bat, without a shadow of doubt, and in Sri Lanka as it was. I, I think he's a, he's, a, he's a very useful number seven, and especially the makeup, the side, actually. It, it, and it suits Bairstow really nicely. One of the problems, one of the reasons why Bairstow drifted out of the side over the years was that he was shuffled from anywhere, from bat- opening the batting to keeping and batting five or six or, or, o- or coming in at number three with the clubs or batting late in the middle order. They never really knew what to do with Bairstow. But let Bairstow bat at number six, recover these positions, and let the, the arguably one of the best keepers in world cricket um, bat and keep at number seven. I think that's a, a good, good move by England. No question about that. Okay, well, well the, the opening here has been a, a big problem. And now you have Crawley, who always looks elegant and you know like a really accomplished player until he gets out and and leave who in the practice match uh batted for a very long time seems like a guy who grabs and and builds they didn't get a good start but uh, how much of a leash do you think uh the, the new management will be willing to give this player to, to develop that's a really good question i think crawley they'll give him a long leash because he showed at times in australia that he's a class bat. There's no question about that. Matt Crawley is, is a fantastic player, but he has he has had problems up at up at up at the top of the order. Um, he was sort of he had a rough tour of India, but then everybody else did. And if you saw the pitches that England played on, I mean, it was almost impossible to bat at times, <laughs> unless you're Hans or Kohli who batted magnificently in that series. But I think Crawley um, is a great player. As far as Lees is concerned, Lees is kind of you know one of those kind of journeyman county players. He was at Yorkshire for many years. He moved up to Durham. Um, his his numbers don't exactly jump off the page. He averages about 34, I think, in first-class cricket. But he's a compact player, and he plays what I would call red ball conventional cricket. I think the, the one thing I would say about those practice match runs is it, it's one thing doing that on a, on a fairly flat um, wicket at, at, um, at the Coolidge ground um, against that attack. No disrespect to that attack, but, you know, Kemar Roach, you know, 19 wickets he took in England's last tour in, in the Caribbean is serious, as in as is Jaden Fields and the likes of Holder. It's a totally different ball game going from that environment into Test cricket. And well, you know, anybody at the top of the order can get out in the way he did. It was a lovely sort of bowling by Kimar Roach. Yeah. Uh, Carlisle, the uh, during the day we did have some problems in our split cordon. At times, the ball, uh, like there was one that went past Holder that you probably didn't see that went. Uh, above the waist height, there were some that 
that drop short of of some of the some of the slips. Um, I don't know if you you watched the proceedings, but any any insights into the placement of the slip cordon when we when we bowl today? Uh, that's a good question because I was wondering. I want uh, the, the, the first catch that went through Blackwood, I think it was. Uh, it appeared as though he was too close to the back, mm. and then others didn't carry. So there didn't seem to be a great deal of certainty about the fear and bounce of the pitch, and that's why I'm saying that the pitch didn't have the kind of bounce. Those edges that have gone wayside, in my opinion. On, on, on a true West Indian surface, those catches should have gone knee from between the knee and the waist to the to, to, to the cordon. We didn't see that, so there was a great deal of uncertainty about whether the ball is going to carry base on the pitch. Was the ball getting enough space off the pitch and off the edge that you can judge fairly accurately how far you need to stay? I I I saw. Many of the balls, all of them were, were below below knee height. All of them were below knee height. And that tells us that the pitch was not the kind of pitch that you would expect a team with four steamers to be laying out on, 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 on day one. Uh, on day one, below, you, you, the, ball, the ball is not edging above the knee. Uh, you're not getting uh, catches above the knee. Um, really speaks volumes to our sensitivity as far as the um, producing pitches is concerned. Um, so I'm, I'm, I, you want good slippers, and I'm sure those guys um, are fairly good slippers. Um, we, we, we certainly focus a lot on our slip catching, especially when you got fast bowlers. Uh, so I would blame the pitch more so than the, than the catching ability of ball just wouldn't carry. There was great uncertainty on whether or not it is carried, how far I should be, and that left us in a quandary. But, but again, as Philo said, the pitch, <laughs> you expect on a first day pitch in the Caribbean, that the ball should be carrying comfortably um, to the slip uh, with height. And we didn't see that at all. Um, even the catch of Jason Holder. We saw, um, I think it was Blackwood, um, catching reverse style and it was so low. I thought that rather strange, but I don't know if you saw it. I couldn't believe you, 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 you reversed a catch like that at that, at that level, so low. Um, so again, they, they, they were not sure um, how far they need to be off the bat. And I, I'm, very, I'm, very, I'm very surprised. That All right. Um, but one for Philo. One for Philo. Philo, the... The faster bowling did pretty well. We talked about Roach and Steele and Holder. Um, Alzari was unlucky. He had a he had a missed opportunity. A different type of bowler. He was the fastest one on show. Uh, but what do you think about Alzari's performance? You can tell that the selectors believe that Alzari needs an opportunity, and and that may be why we had had the omission that we questioned uh, earlier. But what do you? How did Alzari go to you today? I thought that. Um he didn't go particularly well, Doc. Um, I, I would like to see him bowl the new ball. Mm. I think that if we give Azari the new ball, I think he is going to be the bowler that we are looking for. When you put him to bowl after Jason Holder, it sends a message mm -hmm. 
a Captain Craig Buffett has to be very smart in how we handle this basketballer. As Barry Joseph can be can deliver for us, but we got to be able to understand and manage the young man properly. I, I thought that today he, he tried he tried hard. A couple of chances like a big, and you see that when chances go down, he get tired, he gets upset, he's frustrated. And I told him a couple of years ago in training, I never do anything angry because you don't do it well. You know, you just got to go back to your mark and recompose yourself and come again. And I would like to see Craig Braffitt have more discussions with this young man. That's why I said in the previous program that we have a vice captain, but we don't know what the role is. Mm. The captain might be busy thinking about other things. The vice captain should be the one to say, well, let me run up here and talk to this guy. You know, the captain will mind. I try to encourage him. He needs encouragement. I don't think all is lost as Barry Joseph. I think he needs to be encouraged and handled properly and allow him to get in and work and understand that much quicker. He's at home. And I know he wants to do well in Antigua. And we have to encourage him. So, all in all, today was not too bad. He just, I just think that he maybe tried a little too hard and didn't get the results that you were looking for. And hopefully, this, in, in, in the, tomorrow in the second inning, we can see a, a better Azari Joseph. Mm -hmm. yeah, let me just add to that, um, Doc. Uh, so, right, it's not the first time I've heard we want to see Joseph with the new ball. I, I, I think um, modern-day captaincy, and forward-thinking captaincy. Um, there has to be a lot of flexibility. You, 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 you should not have a, a, a stable or a batting order set in, in concrete, nor your bowling attack should be set in concrete. Yes, Kimara is a birdie ball, but you have, to, you have to be searching for somebody to take over from Kimar. Hello, it's quite right. It may, maybe... Joseph, you said yourself, Doc, that you're the fastest on short. You have to give me the ball. So I'm hoping that in the second inning, um, Craig Buffett, uh, who, who, who is growing um, day by day as a leader, the captain, um, would, would have a, 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 a look at that of, 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 of letting, of, of seeing what Joseph can deliver with the new ball. So I, I'm going to agree with you fully, Philo. And um, it's not the first time I've heard it. And I, I too, would love to see him um, bowling the new ball as well. All right. 441790. Of course, you can give us a call and participate in the program. Well, we, we lost uh, a great man, Shane Warren, um, during the week. In fact, it's been a very sad time for the cricketing world with Rod Marsh and the earliest Sonny Ramondin. And, you know, we, we, we want, of course, to pay tribute and uh, we're going to go to, to Don Honda. Uh, Carlisle, do you know the gentleman um, on Zoom? Have you ever met him before, Carlisle? You know that gentleman, Carlisle? You want to introduce him? Uh, Carlisle, we're not hearing you. You're muted, Carlisle. You're muted. Yeah. Ca yes. Yep, yep, yep. You know that gentleman, Carlisle? No, no, I don't, Andrew. Is that I, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing but anybody on my Zoom. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Who's that, Carlisle? Who's that gentleman, Carlisle? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> is that Dennis? Is that Dennis? Is that Dennis? Yes, it is. I love Dennis. I love Dennis. Yes, yes. I enjoy all my interactions with Dennis. I, I, you ever touch him? Have you ever touched him? His skin feels. I've never touched an elephant. But I 
a classic girl. Uh, that's a classic. You used to leave the ground on. Uh, used to run. Used to run from the ground and get to the hotel before. Yes. Leave the hotel and run to the ground and get to the ground before. Good evening to you, Dennis. Are you Carlo? <laughs> Good to see you, man. Yes, man. Right, You're looking well. You're looking well. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. The news I of... Have you, I hope you made a bullet. bullet. Pardon me? I hope you made a bullet, Elton. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. Um, yeah. Dennis, the, the, the news, shocking, really. Um, your reaction to the death of Sharon Warren, Dennis? Well, firstly, um, it's been a disastrous week for, for cricket. Um, you had Sonny Ramathan, then you had the great um, Rodney Marsh, and then we've had Shane Warren. Um, you know, three, three great cricketers um, gone in the, the same week. It's a bit of a disaster. But Shane, had, you know, loved all over the world um, with his um, performances on the field and sometimes off the field. Um, he um, is really uh, receiving many accolades here uh, over the last few days, and quite, well, quite so. Um, it's a good news we heard today that um, they're going to have a state funeral yeah. in Victoria for him, which he deserves, and uh, that should be an exceptional thing. Um, I was just looking at a few stats of his. He, you know, he played 145 test matches and got 708 wickets. Also, he played 295 one-day games and, and picked up 293 wickets. So he's gone over a thousand wickets in his career. And though people don't talk about him, um, I was listening to him the other day just before he went away. Um, he, he started to concentrate on his batting because he started off basically as a batter when he was young. And uh, he, he jokes he was he's got the most test runs in the world and never got a century. <laughs> but, but knowing knowing um, Warney, um, he was on 99 and uh, all the field was everywhere. He could have just plopped one down and run and got his first century. So what did he do? Thing Warney tried to hit it out of the ground and got caught on a cow's corner. <laughs> That's typical Warney, of course. But um, he was a fantastic bloke too. Um, um, a really um, life, um, bigger than life, actually. He reminds me, he, he's our Australian, um, Shane Warne's our Australian scallywagger, just like um, Sir Ian Botham or Lord Botham is to England. They're very similar down the track and they're mm-hmm. probably off the field, um, um, but on the field they were just sensational players. And a little bit of a thing I just looked up today, and it's got a little bit of touch of, I'd say, West Indian here. Um, um, you know, you've got the, the um, um, villages at the back of um, um, Antigua and probably um, Jamaica. Well, Warney was born in a place called Upper Fern Tree Gully. Mm. So that sounds a little bit West Indian, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yes, Fern Tree, claim, yeah, in, in Jamaica, we yeah. Claim, mm. We might be able to claim a little bit of it. Yeah, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, where were you... Being a, uh, being a fantastic... 
Where were you, Dennis, when you got the news? Where were you when you got the news that um, Shanda died? I, I was home, actually, and mm. um, I, I was just going through a thing with Rodney Marsh, and um, um, my wife came in and just said, gee, um, bad news. I said, what's that? I said, Shane uh, Warne's passed away. You know, As you know, you, you, you don't think of these legends passing away, but not only that, at 52... Mm. It's um, many, many, many years too young. Mm. Um, he, he, he gave a lot to cricket. He, if people didn't know him um, that well, he was very um, hospitable to all the people. He wouldn't turn down a signature. He, he'd go out of his way to um, see you. I remember the last time I met him, I was at um, the Gabba. And um, it was really crowded. I was over the far side of the back of the stadium and uh, he came down the stairs and must have seen me come right through the crowd just to say hello, mm. you know, and um, and said um, Blake was going to introduce me to him and uh, um, Shane said, I know so-and-so. I won't say what he said, but he mm. said, I know. But it wasn't rude. It wasn't <laughs> rude, but I won't say that today. Mm. I might tell you what he said, but I won't tell the people what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. And... Uh, a lovely, lovely person and a, a great bloke. He's going to be surely missed. And I think the sad thing about it, he probably, um, I think it got to him too a little bit. He was probably one of the best cricket brains we had that never captained Australia. Um, his little on-field, off-field things just pushed that back. But I'm sure he would have made an exceptional captain. Mm-hmm. Exceptional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I know that just before Carl comes in and Philo, and of course Johnny, we're going to get a reaction to as well. We're going to uh, go back, of course, to the test match, but we have to pay tribute uh, in relation to, to that. I mean, the death of Shane Warren. Uh, let's go quickly to, to Mike King. I know he's a very busy man um, preparing um, his uh, wonderful stuff for tomorrow in, in the nation. Barbados is number one paper comfortably. Uh, Mike King, the statistician. Hello, Michael. How are you, my friend? Well, a pleasant good evening. Uh, you refer to me as a statistician, but I, I don't want people to label me as that. You refer to me as a journalist who knows a few stats. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I like that one. Uh, Michael, your reaction to the death of Shane Warren, and, and, and certainly we've, we've had three going in quick succession, Rod Marsh and Sonny Ramden. Yeah, well, well all three are, are, are legends, really. Uh, I don't know who you want me to go with first. So start with, Warren, start with Share One. Well, I wanted to save the best for last. Let okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, but let, let me save Warren for last. Um, okay. Coming in the first, I, I was a top man. Of course, you know of his exploits in the only 50 series. And um, uh, Will Gordon is one of the, the top spinners uh, that the Caribbean has produced. Of course, Lance gives, of course, the uh, question number one. But Ramadan along with his his um his, his spin twin Alan Valentine played a big part in the nineteen fifties, the glory that we had in the nineteen fifties, that, that big tour in nineteen fifty. In fact Ramini the very first West Indian to reach hundred and fifty test wickets. Mm-hmm. Um uh one of the first men of course to the first um person of East Indian origin to play for the West Indies. And of course to um unique in his in his in his style of delivery and of course to button to the wrist. I, 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 um, I remember uh, Howard Joseph, the Trinidad spinner. Of course, there was one who had his, I was banned the rest, but the first person um, from the Caribbean that really um, bowled, buttoned, buttoned them to the wrist 
with Sonny Robinson. Tremendous cricketer. Um, Rodney Marsh, um, another Austra- uh, well, an Australian legend, um, formed a tremendous partnership with, with, with Lily. Um, that caught, caught Marsh, Bo Lily. I, I think that, that appeared, I think, um, about 96 times in the scorebook. Ooh. He has a world record for the, for the, the, the most uh, the, the, uh, most dismissive before it was broken by Ian Healy in 1998. But Marsh played a big part in, in the success of West uh, Australian cricket in the 1970s. And, and when Australia were doing well at that period, the, 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 the cornerstone of the Australian success was the chapel, Ian Michael Chapel and Gregory Stephen Chapel, along with DK Lilly. Mars was the key man in that mm-hmm. uh, um, behind the stumps, and um, in fact they used to call him Iron Gloves before he, he became an outstanding keeper. He played a big part uh, in Australian cricket. No questions all about that. Mm-hmm. The, the the last man, of course, now S.K. Warren. Um, well, I'm paying tribute to him in fact, my king of stats in, in the Friday Nation. Tremendous cricketer. I don't think anybody has to to, um, to say anything more uh, about that. Voted one of Wisdom's five cricketers of the century. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Five cricketers of the century. In fact, the, 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 looking at the, I think the names of these five cricketers of the century, the only two that are alive are West Indians, which is uh, the great Sir Garby, Thorburns, and Sir Vivian Richards. So the other three men, uh, Don Bradman, Jack Hobbs, and no one all day. Mm-hmm. So the only two, the only two people among the five cricketers alive are the two West Indians. But Warren tremendous, first man to seven hundred wickets. But not only that, but I think that Warren, Warren revolutionised the art of leg spin bowling. He brought somebody to the game, and Warren, of course, is one of those people too. That uh, outside of being great on the field, he was colourful off the field. He brought a dynamism to the sport, and not too many people do that. You know, you you, you can be great. But, but everybody doesn't bring this happening. I mean, Novak Djokovic is, is probably the greatest tennis player of all done, but, but he doesn't have that magnetic thing. Everybody doesn't seem to have it. Warren had it, and um, very colorful, will be badly missed, both in terms of his uh, well, what he brought in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, tremendous commitment on man to great legs, but also his knowledge of the game, uh, his, his awareness, in fact, it is said he is the best captain uh, that Australia has had, that, but the best captain, never the captain of Australia. Mm. And, you know, he knew the game well. Um, I don't want to let too much out of the bag, but I can tell you that in the King of Stats, I will also be looking at the battles he would have had with, with, with the two greatest batsmen of his era, um, Sachin Tenduka and Brian Lahr, and how he fared against them, mm. how many hundreds they scored against Warren. All that will be in, in, in the King of Stats this Friday. But, but Warren, tremendous cricketer. Um, badly missed. It is sad to see um, um, Warren go at 52. But you know, it is say the good are young. You know, there are a lot of instances of the great people. Martin Luther King was only 39. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X was 39. Mm-hmm. Bob Marley was 36. So the, the good are young. Well, you know, I, that means I may go shortly. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Michael, Michael, just before you go, the final question. I know you're preparing, um, you know, that bump of midweek, uh, which is going to be, of course, tomorrow, the, the nation. Um, quickly, your, your reaction to the first day's play, 268 for six. What do you, what do you thought of the first day's play, Michael? Well, um, we, we let the English off the hook, really, um, 48 for four, 268 for six. I think the, the English would be pretty happy for men's fight, but led by Johnny Bearstow. Um, we would have let them off the hook. Um, we started pretty well this morning. I mean, when you have England 27 for three, mm-hmm. uh, with, with Joe Root gone, 
really and truly this English side um, shouldn't get the 268 for six. I, I think that um, I would say no, the, 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 the edge no is, most people probably say it's even, but I would give the edge to England, knowing that our, our batting stocks are, are pretty poor. Two weeks out, I've got to say that. England, this English side is weak. Really? And the rest is, oh, both things are weak. Both things are, are poor. Um, there's a question as well about that. We are, we are, we are struggling. Alzari Joseph is playing for the West Indies in his 80th Test match. We don't ever get in a four-wicket haul. A four-wicket haul he's playing in his, his 80th Test match. Mm. Roach disappeared after the first hour of the, te- the, te- the Test match. Um, no, we really should have done a lot better um, after having the English 48 for four. I think now that um, once England gets to 300, I think we're going to be going on under some pressure because mm. our, our batting is, is not the greatest. Uh, got, I want to see what young Shamar Brooks will do. Uh, Blackwood is, is airy-fairy. Um, John Campbell, probably uh, back in the West team because he got 100 against Barbados. But I'm not impressed with Campbell. Uh, our batting looks very suspect. But, but there are two weak sides. Mm. Chris Wokes, I think, is probably opening the bowling, bowling for a strange for England. He averages 52 away from England. Ooh. He's a good bowler, only in English conditions. In England, he averages 22. Outside of England, 52. And mm. he's, he's in the test side. One day, we'll say at this stage, too, I don't know if, how many people would agree with me. Um, I would have probably played Kyle Mears if, if you've got Alzheimer Joseph. Kyle Mears has gotten the same, well, not same one or two wickets, because Alzheimer Joseph hasn't gotten any. Mm-hmm. He's going to score more runs than Alzheimer Joseph and get the same one wicket or two wickets Alzheimer Joseph will get. So mm. I think that was an error in playing Alzheimer Joseph. Ooh. Because once, you see, once I've got Jason Holder, the back of Seals and Roach. I don't need Azari Joseph. I can play a Kyle Mirror. Mm. But Kyle Mirror is going to get the same two wickets that Azari Joseph will get. Mm-hmm. And mm. he's a specialist batsman. So I think we, we, we probably fell down there. Mm. But, but um, this is going to be a close series between two weak teams. And um, I think England may probably have the edge because see, England's got a world-class batsman in, in Roach. And they've, and they've got Ben Stokes. Who will get runs at some stage in this series? Mm. What about Wood? I think Wood could make the difference. He's sharp. And West Indian batsmen don't seem to like quick bowling. I think Wood can give yeah, them trouble. Well, one guy whose name is not being called who thinks it will have a good series is the Lafram Spinner Jack Leach. Mm-hmm. I think Leach will do well uh, uh, in this series, especially against the, against the, the, the lower order. I, I think England might have, of course, as I say, in the, in the Sunday Sunday in the wrong table, my heart is with the West Indies, but my head says England. Mm. Michael, thanks very much for coming through and talking to us. Always a pleasure to talk to you Come back from a commercial break. We're going to look at that. The construct, Carlisle and Company of the West Indies side, people reckon that um, it might have been a mistake not to have played Kyle Mears for his, for his batting and, of course, can bowl a decent medium pace. We didn't expect Philip to play. We're going to look at that. And I also, gentlemen, want to look at the bowling. Uh, Roach, um, Seals, Holder, uh, Joseph Pramal, and, of course, Brathwaite to a lesser extent. We want to examine how they bowl today. But Mason and Guest, Brought to an association with a very good friends at ACP White Rum, the best shot of the day. Good evening and welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. blogtalkradio.com slash thecricketshow or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to thecricketshow at comcast.net. 
And now, let's talk cricket, lovely cricket. Nothing than 30 from 44 balls of two fours and a six, and Haley Matthews, 43, no, no, 53 balls. Um, she's faced uh, four fours and two sixes. The West Indies, at the moment, they are 78 without loss. Uh, we are just about finishing over number 16, and that represents, in my view, a very good start by the West Indies, having defeated New Zealand, no doubt, looking to defeat England. What a start, Carlisle Best, uh, from the West Indies women, Carlisle. You're muted again, Carlisle. Okay, Carlisle. Um, Doc, do you want to help Carlisle? Mm, okay, let, let, let's go to Johnny then. Um, Carlisle? Oh. Mm, um, well, I know, Doc, for you, you live pretty close to Carlisle, so could you get into your car and go down by Carlisle? Carlisle, we're not hearing you. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're intimidated by Dennis Wade. Oh, finally. Finally, Carlisle. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I, I always love to listen to my king. Yes. On our show, on our previous show, my king was always a, a breath of fresh air, a, a, a very incisive analyst. Mm. And when he brings those stats about anything you ask him about, it, it, it is, it is thrilling. And, and he said, and he made an important point there, and, and that is, uh, our batting, mm. our batting is relatively weak. And I'm a little surprised that in that warm-up game, our selectors didn't recognize the need for one or two of our batsmen to be in that warm-up game, looking to find form. That's a best story. Best story who scored 100 in that game. Yep. And he's 100 now. Yes. There's a whole thing about momentum and, and getting in form. Mm-hmm. A critical uh, aspect of batting, huh? You, 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 you've got to have a momentum, an a upward trend, and, and you've got to be informed. And I'm saying to you that at least um, the, the Silver, um, Josh the Silver, should have played in that game as a batsman. Mm-hmm. Shane Dowish could have been keep, but Silver should have played for that batting practice. Also, um, even the same Kyle Mears, I think the player might have been doing Kyle Mears and, 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 and maybe, uh, maybe, um, oh dear, Kyle Mears or Brooks. Right. And, and, and if both of them had had the opportunity in that game, perhaps to be able to make a, a, a more informed decision about who is informed. It's not about name. It's not about who uh, two years ago scored X amount of runs. You're talking about getting informed now. And I'm a little disappointed that the construction of the warm-up game for West Indies did not represent a warm-up game for West Indies, mm. but rather for England. But, but rather for England. And, 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 and that disappoints me. Mm. Because you remember, 90, 90% of the England test sites were in the game. Right. Zero, zero percent of West Indians was in that game. In our mm. test side, mm. and, 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 and at least at least one or two of our batsmen who we know are, shrug- are struggling, just like Mike King said, we know that they're struggling, and they needed that opportunity to get up there and get some match practice. England just came out from the Ashes series. That's why that's why I'm very I'm, I'm very tolerant to the first day's play, right? The results of the first day's play, because 
Uh, England just came out from the Ashes. They, they have been playing red ball cricket. We have not played much red ball cricket in recent times. And is it, wouldn't it be obvious that, 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 that with all batsmen mm. who are under the scrutiny, uh, in, in all forms of the game, under tremendous scrutiny, uh, should not have had an opportunity to play in that warm-up game? I don't understand it, and, 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 and it mind boggles me. Um, uh, the, the, the other thing might, might have been uh, Jaden Seal and, 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 and Phillips. Okay. Right. Now, I, I, it is amazing that Adari Joseph came under the microscope of Mike, where he's saying that uh, in 18 tests, he has not gotten a four-wicket haul. Now, 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 that is startling information. And as a selector, you really need to be following the stats carefully. And, and, and it's not just about looking good or having potential. It is about productivity. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, it's about productivity. That's why I'm saying that people like Jamal Warrickon can get a five-wicket haul. Um, you, you've got to have on your radar. It's about productivity. You're not going to win matches if you can't bowl people out. And uh, as I know, this is one who... Who, 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 who we've got to look at. I, I, I like the young man, but his results, his returns, mm -hmm. his returns, if you are a stock broker fellow, uh, you're not going to put a lot of money on, on a diary Joseph. You know what I mean? You, you need to see those returns, and, 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 and you've got to press for them. You, you've got to demand them. You, you, you cannot be continuously playing and not delivering. So, so, so my whole question, my, my whole concern is about delivery. And performance, and you've got to be uh, informed by the stats. You've got to be informed by the stats, and and the whole question of who's informed, who's getting ready now, um, and, and those are the those are the players that you've got to um, <laughs> you, you, you've got to favour um, selecting any team, Andrew. Yeah, Johnny, let's come to you now, Johnny. In terms of the England construct, um, was it an obvious eleven that they played uh, today? From from the from, from the squad was it that obvious? Um, I think it probably uh, was in that uh, effectively I think that the only choice that might have been made was was Sakiba Mood or Jack Leach. That mm -hmm. was really the only selection question that was talked about. Obviously, if Ollie Robinson would have um, would have been fit, he would have definitely played. Absolutely no doubt. Even though he had a few fitness concerns at the end of the tour of Australia, or, you know, already we've got a back spasm at the beginning of this tour. It's a real disappointment because this is a guy that's got 39 wickets in, in nine tests. He's a real talent, and that's against you know, decent opposition in the likes of New Zealand, India, and Australia. So I think the side effectively picked, it, picked itself. I guess there was a question about Ollie Pope, you know, why take him all that way to carry the drinks? He might have been better served with the pre-season um, uh, playing for Surrey, but uh, Dan Lawrence actually didn't do a great deal wrong um, before he was picked up for England again. He had a pretty good series against New Zealand. He got runs in... In the first test match against New Zealand, he also got runs at the back end of that Indian series. So he's probably worth a go. But, I mean, still there are a number of problems for England at the top of the order. They just, they're just they lucky to have the likes of Root in that side. And they've stumbled across a very good middle and low order. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, when you look now, uh, as, as we prepare to take our first call, 4417.90, give us a call. Let, let me come to you. Philo, let's do an examination of the West Indies bowling today. Let's start with Roach, Philo. 16 overs, 2 maidens, 2 for 71. How did he go? I think that Roach would have been happy, Andrew, with his returns. I, I certainly was not. Uh, 
I, I don't know if, if as the series gets into it, as he gets into the series, he gets better. Uh, I think that is the way how Rochi starts. He starts rather lazy uh, in, the, in, in, in test matches, and then he picks up as he goes along. We saw it even in the Indian, in the one day series in India. He had a poor first game, and then he got better into the series. And, and, and he's, he's not a good starter, but I believe that he would do an assessment of his bowling mm-hmm. and, and come even looking to get stronger. Uh, in that, in, in tomorrow morning, even the second innings. But I, I was not particularly happy at all with the way all he looked today. I, I don't want to see he looked tired because it's the first day of that match. You know, so mm. just didn't look like this Kimar Rochop was. I know he's getting on, and it takes a little while before you can actually get into your strike. Mm. Just before we talk about Jaden C, let's take our first call. It's heading to 12 minutes past seven on Mason and Guess. Hello, welcome. Hello, welcome. 441790. Hello, welcome. Hello, Good night. Mason. Good night. How are you? I'm fine. You know who's speaking? No, I'm not. Well, I mean, is that is that Mr. Bernstein? It, no, well, no, no. That 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 is Mr. St. Lucian. Oh, St. Lucian. Yeah, it mixed you up with Mr. Bernstein. Sorry about that. How how are you, Mr. Mason? I'm fine. How are you? I am humble and behaving myself. You're humble and behaving yourself. And keeping quiet. I, I like that combination. Yes. Mm. Uh, Mr. Mason, you know, last week I said to you. West Indies, um, England was going to take two of the game and getting one. Yeah, you said that, 2-1. Now, now, what happened today? England was 48-4-4. What happened there, Mr. Mason? Well, you know, it happens. You know, they've got depth in their batting, as, of course, um, Johnny Moran talked about. I mean, I felt like Ben Fox, I mean, Chris Walks. These guys can match, you know. Now, Mr. Mason, you know, if, if England scored 300 runs plus tomorrow, you're, you're in trouble. You think so? Of course, of course, Mr. Mason, of course. Yes, I, ha- I have this game on top already. Oh. And you had this game and you let the game get away. Yes. There's no way there you can get, get back this game again. Mm. So, so you think oh, West Indies you you will lose the game? Yeah, of course, Mr. Mason. Of yes. course. You, 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 don't, you, don't have, you don't have that one to stand up. Oh, dear. Lord. You don't have that one to stand up. And you're bowling. You're bowling. This has I was watching your bowling. You're bowling. You mean was bowling good. And all of us in the Asia, as the color. Mm. So what happened there, Mr. Mason? Mm. Tell me what, what will happen tomorrow. You got, tell me what well, happen. I mean, the new ball is just around the corner, 268 for six. I think the first hour is going to be important. Now, Mr. Mason, before I go, why you play four fast bowlers? Oh, what would you have done? I was going to play three fast bowlers, Mr. Mason. I was going to drop Joseph. Right. And, and play Roach. You, oh, and play, and play... No, no, no. And play Mears. No, I play Roach, play Holder, and play Seal. Okay, fair enough. Four fast bowlers, dude. Uh, and your and your left arm spinning from all. Well, you you in trouble. Anyway, Mr. Mason, I wish you all the best. Okay, thanks very much indeed. Can we snip snip another call in before we go to um to to Dennis Wade? We want to hear from him as well in terms of the fitness of these guys. I mean, he got Charles Best very very fit when he when he was his court. Uh, let's take another call, Mason and guest. Hello, welcome. Good evening. Good evening to you, sir. Mr. Mason. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm fine. You were waxing warm two weeks or so ago, coverage of this cricket. Yes. Today I got no coverage except some Englishmen talking about English cricket mm. from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. Mm. We welcome people into our homes. We are that gracious. Mm. But my God, Andrew, I used to listen to cricket in the 60s, mm. wherever it was played. And you mean 70 years after I came here? a cricket commentary thing of West Indian mm. and a few other persons joining. I, I feel really, really bad about this. Mm. 
Over to you, sir. Well, I mean, I, I, I agree with you that in terms of, of that situation, but, you know, um, people have got to fully understand the, the situation with radio. I mean, when we look, first of all, at the stations taking the broadcast, uh, there is no radio station taking the cricket in two of our major markets, in Jamaica and in Trinidad and Tobago. The reality, sir, now is that, you know, a lot of radio stations do not carry cricket the way they did. And, you know, there's been a lot said in recent times about commentators' fees and all that. But if those who, who skew that kind of information, if they really know what's happening, there's something called a production cost, sir. And the reality is that to set up commentary teams across the region, I think it's unfortunate. Um, but when you look at the, the kind of money that you have to, to spend, lack of sponsorship is going to be very difficult. But I take the point um, that it's something that really, um, you, know, you need to have the West Indian flavor you in the Caribbean. But those are the hard core facts, sir. So then maybe before we say we have the cat in the bag, we should make sure that mm. the cat is in the bag. Yes. You know, you asked, you asked eloquently about this two weeks ago, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean the fact that, that we were bringing that coverage? We were gonna, yeah, that you were going to bring the coverage. Okay, okay. I mean, I love but you know, George. but you know, I was talking to Barry Wilkinson. You know, I was talking to Barry Wilkinson today, and he made a very important point too. You know, and when the West Indian commentators come on, as you were saying about Mr. Custom. Listen, Andrew. Do you, do you want to respond to that? Yes, I want to respond. Yes. Right. This is why I would say nobody gets anything perfect. Right. You bring a you bring a good game. Okay. There are elements to the game that. You can look at outside of the cricket. One accepts that. Mm. Uh, you can't right. have commentary, ball, 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 ball. There are other things that you'll talk about. Right. But the important thing is to have the majority of your commentary centering on the cricket. Right. Right? And mm. I mean, if people really understand what cricket means to West Indians, I mean, how could we be playing a cricket tournament in 2022 and there's no West Indian coverage? This is ridiculously... And, and I'm not blaming... Mm. You talk about the production costs and everything, right? Mm. I accept all those factors. But you know, there's something that is called culture. Yes, yes, yes. And how people do things and why they do things. Mm. You, know what, you know what? Listen to this cricket commentary today. I'm being honest. You know what it sounded like to me? What? Pure colonialism and cultural thing and, and subjugation. Ooh. That's, that's what it sounded like to me. Mm. I, I mean, I can't tell you how annoyed I am. Mm. I accept that any cricket that is on television, mm. you don't get commentary because you can see it. Mm. But you know, there are persons out in the community like myself. Mm. I'm a blind person. So I can't watch cricket. Oh. So listening to the cricket on television mm -hmm. is very minimal. So it's the beauty that people like yourself and all the other commentators will mm -hmm. bring to the fore right. that allows us at home to know what's going on down at Kensington or in Antigua or whatever. Mm -hmm. And to, to have to sit down today, like I tell you, to listen to a bunch of English members and talking about all the problems in England. I'm not interested in the English cricket problems. I'm mm -hmm. interested in Western English cricket problems and how we move from where we are to where we once were. Mm. So that, that's my piece of the evening. Mm. Okay, thank you. I, I've made some notes. Thank you very much indeed for that. Can we take another call before we uh, go back? Yeah, no, 441790. Yes, 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 yes. yes, we can take a call. Hello, welcome. Mason and Guest. Hello, good night. Good night to you. Yes, sir. I would like to, I, I would like to make a contribution. Sure, you're, you're live on Mason and Guest. Okay. Um, I, I, I just want to back up. Uh, Charlie's best uh, comment. He said that. Hello. Yes. Yeah. He said that. Um, that 
who made that, that Johnny Bairstow made 100. But I just want to make the point that, that Reefer made 100, and he isn't playing in the West Indies. So I just want to back up his point on that. But remember, but, but remember the team would have been selected. I, mean, I think that's the point that Carly was making. The, 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 the West Indies team would have been selected before. Yeah. And, and traditionally, we would have, of course, that four-day game. In fact, there's some people who made a West Indies team as a result of a performance in the four-day game. We had a release from Cricket West Indies with both teams selected. You remember that, Carla? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. All right, thanks. Well, for I, just wanted, I just wanted to make that point. Uh, I just want to tell you that the West Indies are 81 for two. Yeah, 81 for two now. Well, it was just yeah. 81 for uh, one. Um, the, the Andrew Dutton is out. Ooh. And, oh, and Matthews made 45. Okay, so okay. Well, well, well. I'm sure that would make Johnny Bristol pretty happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and of course, Johnny Boran. So um, let's let's look at that game. We're going to continue to follow it. Um, Dotton, yes, yes, gone for 31. Matthews made 45. It's um, a situation where they've lost two wickets. So um, they've had a good start. They're now 80. One for two in 20 overs and three balls. Dotton run out. Oh, my. For what? For 31. Matthews was gone for 45. Casey Knight has now come to the crease along with Stephanie Taylor. So 81 for two in 20 overs and three balls. We'll continue to update you. Um, Dennis, where's, the, of, of course, the legendary trainers with us? De- Dennis, I mean, Carla would have had a lot of your work. Why is it nowadays that the cricketers generally seem to be unfit? Of course, we talk about. I don't know if they're un- I don't know if they're unfit, but um, uh, I don't know. Um, the, the, the sports um, science now uh, restricts you from, you know, sometimes I think doing hard work, you know, bowl the bowls, you know. And and the old the old days they just bowl 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 the bowls. So we we trained and done our stretches and that. But we prepared them in the nets and they bowl bowl bowl. And you get fit like that. But the, you know restrictions on um, the fast bowlers today. They rest them. They say they're doing a, too much of a load and all that. So I, I'd say that's one of it. And oh, I've always got a theory of um, if you're not the super great sportsman. Um, back in the top probably 1%, when you get more money, you tend to get a bit lazy. Mm. And um, the, the modern day cricketer now really, really does get a lot of money. And, um, I, I think, um, you know, you could say they're slightly softer. They mm. think that they don't think they are, but um, maybe so. Um, if you ever went to a tour in, in Pakistan in 1980, and see how our program we did there. We, we never had a harder day off. And uh, I think we had 15 players and flat wickets. We played um, um, so many games, three-day games and mm. test matches and that. We come through it with four fast bowlers, you know, and uh, of course they bowl, bowl, bowl. Mm. And that, that, that's, my, that's the secret, I think. There's, there's, there's nothing, there's no shortcuts in getting fit. No, no, I agree. Doc? Called hard work. Doc? Simple as that. And you've got these other two that I used to have, Philo and... Uh, and um, Carlisle? And, well, Sir Carlisle, I, I suppose. It, he, sh- he probably thinks I should be calling him. But 
when I got them, they were looking a bit ragged. And um, <laughs> after a couple of months, <laughs> couple of months um, both of them had to run around in the shower to get wet. Ooh. So, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> and they sharpened up, but um, no, they were. The, 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 um, them days was the boys just loved to train. I think. Mm. Um, it, 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 you know, I used to do a few programs. Some was hard, some was easy. But I think you put in this thing in their mind that you've got to train to be good, and the only way to be good is train. And if you've got ability, doesn't matter if you've got no ability. If you haven't, if you can't try, it doesn't matter if you're the fittest man in the world or you've got no um, ability. Doesn't matter. Mm. But if you've got much ability mm. and you are very fit and mentally fit, well, you know that's what makes great players. Mm -hmm. I'm just getting onto that. I'd like to say um, a belated um, 70th birthday to um, Sir Smokey. Yes, yesterday he was 70 yesterday. Yeah, he's catching up to me. He is, he is. He's right behind me. <laughs> he's right yeah. behind you. Yes. He's right behind me. Andrew, I'd like to just tell you a, a little thing, a story about warning. Sure. Um, in in uh, 84, um, 2005, he was in England. Mm -hmm. He was going through a, a few um, personal problems. Um, bowling wasn't all that good either. Um, he, he got slogged the first test, so um, he was struggling. Um, his old um, coach it was in London, uh, Terry Jenner, and he rang up Terry and said, I'm struggling all over. Um, family affairs, everything's gone wrong. I'm not good. And uh, Jenner said, well, I can't help one of them, but I can help the other one. Let's go to Lord's. Mm. So they went down to the um, nursery end, the old nursery end, and he said he bowled, he doesn't know, but probably three, um, four, five, or maybe up to six hours, he was at the back of the nursery and bowling with Jenna. And this was a day before the test match. He said when he got back to the hotel, he was completely had it. But he said to himself, gee, the ball's coming out beautiful. And in that test match, he ended up um, bowling about 40 overs, and he he got 10 wickets at a um, at an average of 16. Mm. So his, his story there is um, that wouldn't happen today. Mm. The, the science or somebody would come along and say you can't do that. You can't do that. So there's both ways of looking at things, isn't there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Very interesting story, Doc. Uh, Johnny, I was I was quite surprised to um, be looking at Cricket Phone to see that in 50 years, England has only won one series here, uh, 2003 to four. And you know we have a situation now where uh, the West Indies have kind of waned as a as a power in world cricket. And you know up to now we've still been able to maintain our ascendancy over over England. Uh, what do you think is the reason for this um, continued success by us, even though we we are weaker and think that we that it's under threat after this first day? Yeah, it's um it's a, it's a really good question. It's a question that I think um, revolves in English cricket. It's a staggering statistic: ten tours since 1968, 
And as you quite rightly pointed out, England just won on the, the one occasion back in 2004 in that build-up, that extraordinary Ashes series that England won the following year in 2005. They, they were a good side under Michael Vaughan, no question, when they came to Caribbean, the Caribbean. Then I think it's a combination of factors. I do think that there is, has been a level of complacency. Uh, there's been a level of incredible hospitality. Uh, in New Zealand apart, this is the tour that everybody wants to come on. Australia is an arduous, horrible place to go where more, more than likely your career is going to end up in rack and ruin by the time you get through a test series. Whereas the Caribbean, you know, it, it's relatively accessible. You can move around from island to island nicely. You know, everywhere is 40 minutes by plane, potentially. There's lovely uh, hotels on the beach. You know, it's a very, very, very hospitable place to come. Apart from when, when the, the, the West Indies pull on the, pull on the maroon, you know, they, they, they always save their best for England. There's always a great atmosphere because there's a, a, often a local contingent um, that will support the West Indies. And, of course, vast numbers come from, come from England. And, and often they're sort of, to some extent, quite impartial. I mean, you look at the, the, la the last tour, a lot of the support, English supporters were just delighted to see such an incredible series. But I just think it's just been a combination of factors. I think the game is raised, no question about that, when you, when you have especially if you look at the, the historical context of the two nations, it's understandable that you'd want to wish to, to, to raise your game against England. I think there's a level of complacency. The hospitality is incredible. And I, and I often think that, you know, for whatever reason, you know, West Indies and very wrongly are considered a slightly softer, you know, a softer touch than some of the more arduous tours. But it is an incredible stat, and it'd be interesting after this first day where England, you know, I feel are on top, how this particular series goes, because it'll be very nip and tuck between the two bottom-ranked sides in the World Test Championship. Philo uh, Versami Pomal has, has dominated uh, regional cricket as a spinner. He's bowled lots of overs. He's taken many wickets. He's had a good tour uh, away from home. Just uh, We saw him today. It's early days yet, and... You know, it's just the first day of the match. But do you think that as a cricketing nation at home, should we really be looking at spinners or should we stay to our strengths and, and use our fast bowlers and maybe look to use a spinning all-rounder instead, someone that can back and, and bowl some spin? Or do we have to develop the spinning all-rounder to really balance out the side? Because we have bowler. Uh, we have a few other all-rounders at the door with, like, Reaper. Do we need to spin an all-rounder so that our team be more compact and back a bit deeper? I think we need a spinner, mm. uh, Dr. Ford. And select is a fit for a Sammy Pomol. I don't have a problem for a Sammy Pomol playing. Uh, if you don't want to call Russian Chase name, I would say I, I'm not saddened that Russian Chase is not in the squad. Russian Chase cricket has deteriorated. And I am glad the selectors have dropped him, or not selected him as shareholder, to give them time to go back into the head and develop their games back to where we expect them to be for red ball cricket. And I would like them to stop thinking that they're white ball cricketers and, and look at themselves as cricketers. Mm. Sometimes you have to bite the bullet. It would, it would have been a hard call on that new panel with Ross and Chase. But decisions have been made for the benefit of West Indies cricket. I believe that for example, for Mullins is a spinner. Over the years, he's dominated. He's been given an opportunity. He's only bowled 13 overs today. Again, it comes down to management of that bowler. Leon Johnson would have managed for Sammy Pomol all of his cricketing career, most of it. And then the surfaces that they play on in the four-day game might not be as good a surface as what we're seeing here at, at the Virginia Stadium. Mm. So for Sammy Pomol, we'll have to get it. I know he's played before. 
but he has to still get himself back into rhythm. England has gone with that leap, and he'll be given the opportunity. And I think the first time in promotion will be given the opportunity. I believe if a first six batsmen score runs, we won't be talking about a spinning all rounder. Because we had Savivian Richards, related birthday greetings, great man, who used to do a little off spin for us too, mm-hmm. until he developed and become a spinner. We had Larry Gomes, who used to bring over his hand. But the main thing was score runs. All batsmen need to score runs. Mm. And therefore, batsmen score runs. The bowlers who are picked will then be, have a cushion to take. When there's no runs on the board, the bowlers are under pressure. They've got to be tight, but still looking for wickets. Mm-hmm. When you have runs on the board, the bowlers are more relaxed, more focused, and more in tune to bowl good balls. When you don't have a good, a big score, you tend to bowl more bad balls and good balls for its pressure. A lot of batsmen need to score runs not on the board. And Ross and Pierce, when he came into our team, he was scoring runs, and we gave him the ball, and he exploited the extra ability to spin the ball. And I was I commended him for that. But he had fallen away in his batting. And that needs to be corrected. And once that is corrected and he continues to bowl how he's bowling, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't get back into this squad. This by the next coming as well, there's too much smash. We don't know what will happen. So I think that our batsmen need to score runs to help the bowlers really show us mm-hmm. what they can do when they have big totals. We don't get big totals and we struggle. Oh. When we got big totals, then by the next we won the series. And I, that's why I don't understand what our management is doing. And we don't, and we don't remember what good things that we that we have done when we still we won test matches. And, and and we need to get our batsmen focused on scoring runs so our bowlers then mm-hmm. have something to bowl at. No, we, 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 got, we, we got a call, Doc. Let's take it. 441790. Hello, welcome. Mason and Guest. Hey, hello. Good uh, night. What I want to say is that that can be very kind. More so, um, can be very unkind, sorry. More so to bowlers than batsmen. Mm. A bowler goes through a test match. He may have taken one wicket or two wickets. But three or four chances might have gone off of his bowling. Mm-hmm. That's not going to tell you that he got one wicket or even he went wicked there. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the coin, mm-hmm. a batsman scores a century, but he got dropped at not, and then he gave two more chances before he reaches the century. Mm-hmm. The stats is going to say he scores a century. You're mm-hmm. not going to say he, was, he gave chances. He'll be, picked, he'll be picked for the next match. Mm-hmm. Now, the bowler, mm-hmm. that three or four chances went down off of his bowling, mm-hmm. would have been dropped. I don't know if you remember Van uh, Holder. Yes. One of the most unlucky yes. bowlers. Yes, yes. Every innings. Now, listen to me carefully. Every innings, not mm-hmm. every match, every innings, at least two chances yep. to go down. And dollies. Yep. A bowler would come up. Roar was the culprit in slips. I remember that a, a lot. Yeah. You know, right. dropped off holder. Yep, you're right. Simple, simple catches. You're right. So the stats are not going to say that. No. If you, if, you could go, if you get somebody to come in. Right. And say, well, look, man, you just bowl in, bowl badly, you know, but mm. four people, you get, you, drop, you get dropped four. The four batsmen or four catches went down off of you bowl in. Right. Then we get a chance for the next game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for your contribution, happen. caller. We're going to try and sneak a couple in. A lot of calls. Uh, it's coming up to 7.35. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. Hi, good night. Good night to you, sir. Um, I would like to say, agree with fellow on the surfaces, that um, 
Right, send you the beer. Mm, right. But then you still have to have your batsmen all sort of bat on the surfaces as well. So in our first class cricket, we prepared some some wickets and the games are over quite great and we said the borders are doing well. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to the test cricket, you roll out a flat, flat wicket, catering mm-hmm. for the batsmen that not even want for the hand to bat. Mm-hmm. And I will also say, looking at Western bowlers today, mm-hmm. it, it is showing me that these guys go into the net and practice with all in new balls. Oh, you know, because something will show you back in the day when it gets tough like that. You will wet one side of the ball instead of rubbing it out. You leave it down and make that side heavy to get the ball doing a little something, pulling it either side. Mm-hmm. Nothing of that happened today. So mm-hmm. I'm saying mm-hmm. that. Our coaches and bowlers need to work on this stuff. Right. Thanks for your contribution, caller. We're going to keep them short and nice. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. Good evening. Good evening to you, sir. Charlie. Yes, please. Yes, Brains. I just called. I just called to say good evening to you, sir. I haven't seen you for a very, very long time. Um, good evening. Brains, you know Brains, of course. Yes, of course. You're right, right, right. You, that, that boy, the best ball ever ball on the hard courts to you. Ball pitch outside for the fifth time. You, you, shoulders and arms and still get balls. Charlie, that's the best ball ever ball on the hard court. But, well done. Yeah, yeah. But I just want to ask Dennis Tweet a question. Mr. Tweet, you hear me? Yeah, he's hearing you. Yeah. I want to ask him. How significant is the yo-yo test to keeping the West Indian cricketers fit? Ooh. And if he had that kind of test in his times, mm-hmm. and if if they had if they had bring that kind of test in his times, if he would have accepted it. Dennis, Dennis you still good, my brother? Okay. On Thank, BBC. Thanks for the contribution. Yes, Dennis. Yeah, good. Dennis. You're muted. You're muted, Dennis. We want to hear you. We want to hear you. Yes. Good evening. Yes, Dennis. Oh, hold on the call. Hold on, caller. Yes, Dennis. Uh, yes, I, I missed half that question there. I, I just got the end of it. Um, you told the yo-yo test. How important is the yo-yo test? Well, um, um, you, you do a test to um, test see governing to where they are at. Right. And, uh, I'm a I'm a great believer. Uh, Nobody should be 100% fit on a, if you're going on a tour. I'd like to get you 100% fit at the, at the start. Right. And then I'll say from the first day of the tour, you'll never be 100% fit. You've got to pay with a bit of a niggle here, niggle here. But I like to then during the tour or mo- try to monitor them that they stay between 90 mm-hmm. uh, around that percentage. Mm-hmm. And they, but then they can handle it. If you try to overdo it continuously, you just drain them and they get very stale. So it's a bit of a technique, but I used to do these certain tests and that used to give me a guide of where they were at. And I must admit that they got, you know, they enjoyed it, I think. So I've seen some blokes couldn't get off the ground, uh, you know, um, sometimes. So uh, they probably weren't enjoying it. But on the field, I think it definitely helped. But <laughs> the test... And, um, yes, it definitely helps if you – you've got to know the person. You're not – you know, everybody's different. 
you know, you can't expect a bloke to run in around, look beautiful like Michael Holding, and you got a bloke like Phil o. Wallace, mm. to, you know, they mm. can't move the same, can they? No. <laughs> Only having a joke with your fellow. But Phil uh, <laughs> worked hard himself too, so uh, everybody's different, but you try to keep them that nice 90% fit right through the tour, mm. and I think that benefits them. Yeah, Let, let's go and take some calls. Can we, Ken? Hello, can we, Ken? Oh, most definitely. Most okay. definitely. You can okay. take several calls. Okay, thank you very much. Let, let's say hi to Philo. Now we have the mic. <laughs> let's your good friend, Philo. Hello, welcome, Hello, Mason man. and Guest. I'm thankful that I'm here. No, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm thankful that I'm here. Voices of some who are called celebrities, big shots. Mm. Like yourself. Like yourself. <laughs> thank you, sir. Listen, yes, that was made two, three weeks ago that I haven't rested comfortable since learning that you would want to get a consultant, a batting consultant, mm. to wrestling batsman. Mm. I, I, I will never want to hear someone again. We talk about wrestling cricket. Who is the consultant? The cuisine, you know. Who is the consultant for Gary Sorbus? Who is the consultant for Ryan Kennedy? Where are their consultants? Where were their consultants? Who are their consultants? Mm. I, there's a statement that I, I, I just I couldn't get that right around my head. And you've said something tonight that I've held on to also. You're talking about, about, about investing quickly, fighting for pace. Mm. When, when we originate pace, like, like, like cut loose, pace that there's nobody could, could rival. And you're saying that our investing players are fair for pace. We've got to do something. This has to be redressed, though. Mm-hmm. There has to be some redress around it. Mm-hmm. You've got players up in the air jumping like they're going for um, that poor ball thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, fighting for pace. They do. Rohan yeah. can you could risk bowling pace at Rohan can I? Mm. Fredericks uh, uh, hook, uh, with hook and pull. Alvin Kelly Turan. Carl Albest was also good. He loved pace bowling. Yes, nowadays he, I mean Wagner, a, a little medium pacer from New Zealand, gave us some trouble. You're right. And this is why I think that Wood with his pace could make the difference in this series, particularly in Bridgetown. It is, it is, it is, it is. I love, I've come along in 50s. I've, 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 I've heard things. Uh, and, you know what's really profound here? The great mm. records right. that were made when mm. you you see them just dissipate before your very eyes yes. and going to naught. Hurtful. You wonder what's gone wrong. Yes, very hurtful. Conrad hunting those fellas. Mm. Tremendous cricketers. I, Thank- mean, I mean, we, we really, I mean, you've been trying relentlessly. I try. I try, I try my best. And, and all, all, I mean, I don't want to get to, but I mean, we want we want some benefits and, and uh, results. Mm. We want we want honestly. It's time enough when we get some sort of results. God can understand is about representation. Right. And the West Indies, and it is a great and a beautiful game, and all the evidence is showing this. Right. Get back up to scratch. Okay. Thanks for your contribution. I regard you, sir. I regard you as well. We're going to try to take some more calls before we get an analysis from Carlo Best. As to the bowl of Jaden Seals, we can look at Jason Old as well. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. Good evening. Good, Good evening to you. Our call from Canada. No, I want to say everybody who's in fighting as Darry Joseph. As Darry Joseph, from the time he's come into the West Indies, he has been mismanaged and he has been all fair. Oh. As Darry Joseph is a new ball bowler, he shall be given the new ball this morning. And I don't care when the body fair. They cannot take an opening ball and give Jason Holder everybody the ball and then give Zary Joseph last and they're going to expect you to get all these wickets and mm. expect you to feel good. Oh. new ball bowler, he shall be given the new ball. After that, then judge it. 
Good night. Good night. Thanks for your contribution. Short and sweet. I like that contribution. Let's take another call. It's heading to 8744 in the country. Hello, welcome. Hello, good evening, Mr. Mason and your guest. How are you? I'm okay, sir, but let me just make my contribution. Sure, sure. I strongly believe that in conjunction with the test series, we should continue with all four-day competition, right. all ten matches. It, it will keep up um, very mm. sharp. Right. The eyes will be not only on matches that they're playing, but playing with a view to get into testing. We have dropped the ball. All the things, um, board control or selection or whatever, made a mistake. Mm. For their competition should still be active all right now. Mm. Interesting point you're making. Very interesting. And we have Bangladesh coming. It will be a continuum tour to the Bangladesh tour. Mm. That's what I have to say this evening. I don't know if you agree with me or not. Well, that's my opinion. This is only my opinion. Yeah, that point has been made, you know, um, and, you know, we'd have cricketers all the time, and perhaps the one even from that for their competition could easily force his way into the side. Can we take another call, Ken? I think we can. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. Hello, welcome. Don't listen to your radio. Guess how are you? Uh, you're live. Yeah, um, I make a short contribution. Sure. I, um, played basketball captaincy this morning. I would give him someone another pen. Mm. I think that he dropped the ball after lunch. Mm. He when he should have started with either Rush or Holder. He should start with two um juniors. And I guess that that's what we we um oh we 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 um messed up the game because had we started with those two people, these two mm. boys were getting pound and then um mm. brought in um the spinner right and then um. He bowled the bowlers too long. You, you thought he bowled the bowlers too long? Yeah, five bowlers is enough for fast bowlers. I see. Mm. I don't know. If England gets 350, we could be in you, you think You think we'd be in trouble? So yeah. Think, okay. Well, so I, I don't know as a Westerdale, it don't happen, but looking at the thing, England is coming with blood in their eyes, mm. and I think that we will... Um, mm. We will succeed. I hope for them. They can't invest in 150%. Oh, of course, of course. We, we all want the Westies to do well. There's no doubt about that. Thanks yeah. for your contribution. Always good to hear from you. Right. Carla, we, we're going to continue to take some calls. Yes. Because we have lots of calls. What's your sentiment of young Jaden Steele? What do you like about him, Carla? Yeah, um, I thought he, he was uh, impressive at times. Um, uh, he obviously stored his inexperience. Mm. And he's someone who you can look forward to in the future, as long as he can take wickets. Uh, unlike Azai Joseph, and I think there's a there's a there's a strong demand um, for uh, Joseph to be bowling the new ball, but Jaden Steele used um, used the new ball very very well today. Obviously, um, had the kind of pace that 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 um that was. That you, he was not on target often enough. Okay, you can see he has his inexperience showed mm. um, tremendously today with that with that new ball. And you wonder if perhaps um, Asai Joseph couldn't have used that new ball um, a, a lot better. But certainly Steels was quick, and um, but but he was not consistent. Mm. Got the ball to swing. Mm. Uh, Batsman didn't have to play. He no. didn't have to play very often. Uh, so it's inexperience 
um, was obvious today. And, and, and that's, about much, that's about as much as I would say in regard to that. Uh, however, I want to continue, Andrew, uh, quickly to talk about um, the result-oriented strategies. I'm not seeing the emergence of a, a prolonged or pronounced um, strategic goal or pathway to improving our status in the world. And, and we dropped the ball again, the call is just stopped. And it has to do with captaincy. It has to do with planning. Caller just talk about continuing the, the, the four-day series while all this is going on. You have to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, 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 and it, it amazes me that um, the three games that were planned before the sketch series started, one of them was, was shot. The other thing is, uh, which is non-strategic, is that none of those players who you may be looking at, say for the Bangladesh tour, um, Shea Hope and the, and, and the Washington, uh, Washington Chase and so on, and even um, people like the, the Bonners, the Brooks and so on, should have had an opportunity to back in that warm-up game. That didn't happen. We continue to seemingly make very cardinal and basic errors when it comes to planning and strategic um, uh, objectives mm. and, 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 and determining and trying to decide what, what path we're going. And I'm not seeing that emerge. When you look at the players who were involved in that game, can you say, well, look, okay, um, should something happen, any one of these guys are going to play? First mm. of all, you have to ask the question, why did you select the team before that game? Otherwise, um, we thought obviously would have walked into the team and he should have. And it speaks, and again, we talk about strategy. Yeah? You, have to have, you have to give your players the confidence and assurance that you have their backs. Mm. And in that warm-up game, you said to them, look, hey, it doesn't matter what you do in this game here. This, this, this is our team. We have this team already. That, 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 that is not being very, nor is it being honest mm. to those players who were playing in that game. And I wonder what message are you sending to them? Tell me some about strategic planning and so on. It, it, it's really, really absolutely mm. amazing that, that, that we're not seeing mm. um, our processes. Our problem is not only our players. <laughs> our problem is, is, is that we, 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 cannot, um, we, cannot, we cannot be playing that our four-day series and the, the break now, um, and, and, and you don't play again until May. And my deep down feeling is that we're never going to start it back. I, 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 I hope not, but I believe it may never start back because clearly there's no decisive plan of operation for our cricket at that top level. Ooh. Where are the thinkers? Where are the thinkers? And what, 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 what is the strategic plan and objective of West Indies cricket? Um, cricket West Indies in respect to developing cricket in the Caribbean is always under question. When you see these simple um, um, uh, errors in, in our judgment, and we've got to learn to trust our judgment, eh? mm. you know? Okay. So, I, 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 I captain, just one more, just one more, Andrew. Mm. Captain C. Mm. Craig Buffett has demonstrated that he's got the patience that is required mm. uh, at, the, at, the, at the leadership level. Eh? You need mm. to be patient and understanding and so on. But, but, but often, Often mm. he he's too slow to respond, and, mm. and, and, and we have not managed that 
going into breaks and coming up from breaks very well. Oxygen, mm. you know, a break can be used, you know, as a strategic armory in a captain's, in a captain's um, artillery. And we've seen time and time again, we're making errors after the break and sometimes before the break. And I think that we need to improve clear for all and sundry. And I wonder who's managing who's managing match. I said before that we need a match management um, in place. Somebody who manages matches. Because you cannot start back. Having England 48 for four, you cannot start back with your two least ex- experienced bowlers. One of your senior men has to start back. Come mm. on. Come mm. on. Mm. How, how can you drop the ball like that? That is so simple and basic and fundamental. You have to be you have to be in that dressing room. Mm. Somebody in that dressing room got to, got to be big enough and smart enough to say, well, look, hey, um, Craig, I think we need to start with, with uh, although, albeit, um, I think I think Roach went bowl up to tea, up to lunch. So, 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 so the next obvious choice was Jason Holder. Immediately, and, and Jason, at that stage, was, was less than a runner over. Mm. Well, it was tight, economical. So it, it, it was easy to start back with Jason Holder. Mm. And I don't know what happened. But again, match management it has been a downfall. And Craig, a little, a little, a little bit lethargic in, in, his, in, his, in his leadership. But sometimes he gets it right. He's patient enough. And I like that about him. Because in, in, in this cricket, uh, four or five day cricket, you need to be patient at times. But then you've got to seize the moment when it presents itself. Mm. And, and, and I'm hoping that at some point in time, you, at some point in time, that Craig will be able to seize that moment. Like early in the morning, a caller said earlier that England, this is going to be a big score. I think uh, uh, what, 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 one of the callers said, well, he expects a big score from 268 um, for six. He expects a big score. But I remember Jamaica 299 for three. And, and, and was killed out for 320 odd. Mm-hmm. I, I don't expect no. I think we're going to seize the moment tomorrow. I, I have a lot of confidence right. in, in, in Craig's insightness mm. and, and patience mm. and, and judgment. And judgment. Um, mm. <laughs> All right. Well, wonderful, Carly. we got another one. Five, six minutes left in the show. Just an update. The West Indies not doing as well as when I last reported. 105 for four now, Carlisle. Dutton, 31. Matthews, 45. Um, Knight, 6. Gaunt. Stephanie, the captain, gone for a big duck. Um, Campbell is on 9. Nation is on 5. With Henry, Aline, Mohammed, Selman, and Connell to come. So it's uh, 105 for 4 in 30 overs. So that represents a very good comeback by England. With the, the cream of the batting gone, Dotton 31, Matthews 45, and importantly, Stephanie Taylor not getting among the runs. That must be a major, major disappointment for West Indians. Let's hope that they can put enough runs on the board uh, to actually um, present some problems to England. Quickly, let's go to Michael Matthews, um, who is the, the father of Haley. Um, I know you were watching earlier. Uh, Michael, how are you, my friend? I'm not bad, thank you. Good. Well, your daughter made 45 today. What did she do wrong or what did she do right? Um, I just think that a bit of pressure got to her and Deandra. Um, 
they went through a stage where they weren't scoring many runs off the overs, maybe two, three runs, two runs basically and over. Right. And at one stage, DeAndre went um, one run in 23 balls. Three, yeah, 23 odd balls. So it was it was difficult. Um, and I think pressure just got to them. Yeah. Um, you must be a, a proud man. I mean, your your daughter made a, a hundred, of course, in the last match. I mean, take us through that experience, watching your daughter make a hundred. Um, it's great. It's great. I mean, anyone that has a child would know to stand up and watch your children do something mm. uh, that's outstanding would be, you know, would make you very proud. And I was very proud of her. Um, she batted really, really well. That's actually probably the best time I've ever seen her bat. Um, she was in no hurry. She just batted. She put away the bad balls. She took her time. Mm. Um, and, you know, she just played each ball on its merit. She didn't have any chances or anything like that, not even a close call. Um, so she batted very well. Mm. And bowled pretty well as well. Yes. Um, you know, they've been using her early on in the power play and then um, in the middle overs, and then she bowls at the death all the time. I would imagine so, you all are very close. Of course. You, yeah. talk, you talk every day? Every single day. What do you okay. tell your do- What do you tell your daughter? Um, nothing. Um, if I say, <laughs> if she say something wrong, I will tell her what I think. Mm. Um, obviously, from just watching, I I can pick up one or two things. But you know, I mean, she's been batting well. She right. told me that you know that and I'm not getting the runs, but I'm hitting the ball well and everything. Mm. So you know, she told me I will. You know, I'm batting well. I will. I will get runs. Don't worry. Mm. And she so, certainly you know, she certainly got some good runs there. And if in, in that game against New Zealand, 45 would have wanted to go on a bit a bit longer. But you know, overall, you're you're pretty pleased with her performances. Of course, I'm very pleased. Um, as I said, you know, watching her score that hundred was it was really fantastic. Indeed. All right. Well, we're going to leave it there. Time is very tight with us. We got to go around uh, the wrong table and and talk to all of the other guests. Um, so so we expect the, the final question in this match. The West Indies are struggling a bit there. Um, yeah, 100 and I can't see the score exactly now, but 108 or 10 odd for four. Right. Yeah, I think you know um, the wicket is 106 for four. The wicket is really it's taking a lot of spin. So Ooh. hopefully, hopefully we can you know muster to 190. At least give ourselves yeah a chance. A fighting chance. A fighting yeah, chance. And then, and then see, I mean the ball is really bouncing and turning. Wonderful. Um, so hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully. We can fight with 180 or 190. 190. I want to thank you, Michael Matthews, the father, of course, of Haley Matthews doing well. Always good to have you on Mason and Guest. Enjoy the rest of your evening. All right, thank you. All right, we got just a couple of minutes to go on the show, about two minutes or so to go on the show. Let's go around the table now. Let's start with Johnny Moran. Johnny, 268 for loss of six wickets, 86 overs gone. What are you looking forward to on day two? I think it's um, a very competitive score for England, who have been, um, to be honest, behind the eight ball for the last 18 months or so. Um, I think they'll be extremely pleased with the position, and I think it'll boil down to the first hour or the first 90 minutes tomorrow morning, because the West Indies have to make very quick inroads and stop this middle order from developing. If England get three, 350 plus, you feel it's a long way back to the West Indies. Mm. Uh, let's go to Philo Wallace. Philo? Day two. Andrew, well, I just think that um, West Indies will have to come out tomorrow and be on point. Imar Roach will have to up his game and look to get through this lower middle order. You don't want Johnny Bairstow, Chris Wokes, 
to develop a, a bigger partnership. Mm -hmm. If we can get them bowled out for under 350, I think that our bats, our batters, we can settle in and, and, and try to, to bat properly in their first innings. But you don't want England to get away at all in this first innings. Mm -hmm. Carlisle. Yes, you, you know, in cricket, um, certainly at the highest level, there are always ebbs and flows. Huh? And we, 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 we were in the ascendancy this morning, then England came back. And I expect in the morning early that we, we would make some serious inroads and knock England off early before lunch, perhaps under, perhaps under 300. I, I, I can, I, I, I'm certainly thinking that that is the kind of moment that Craig Bassett has to be looking for. Mm. And um, he has to start with the right combination. He has to start with the right combination. Um, I, I think the, the the new ball is due and due. Did we well, 86, over, 86, Did overs bowl, 86 overs bowl. So you got four more overs to bowl. And, 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 and immediately, here's an opportunity now that we, that we, can, we can see a side Joseph bowling that new ball. Mm. I can see that easily. You need to bowl from all three or four overs to get that new ball in and start and, and, and start with um uh, 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 of, of course of course uh well, yeah jo Joseph and Roach. Joseph and Roach. And, okay. and, um I, I, whoever what you, you can start you can start with with, with, with Roach and he will bowl two for from all of the new baller and, and in mid pardon me? They have six overs of the new ball already I believe. Oh they're taking the new ball. Yeah, they're taking the they're new ball. They're taking the new ball. Okay. Okay. But here, here well, precisely my point. Now, here's, here you can see Azai Joseph starting in the morning, and you asking him to give you his full throttle. You can, you can, you can explain to him that look, I want three, four overs from you. Give us your all, and we can knock over England pretty early uh, in the morning, Andrew. Mm -hmm. uh, Doc. Well, I mean, the, our competitiveness and how well we do as the series will revolve around our batting. Our bowling is, is decent and, and adequate, uh, but it will come down to us making over 300, especially in, in the second innings of the test matches, and, and being consistent. So that, that will be our challenge. Uh, but of course, tomorrow we hope that we can limit England and then in our chance to bat, do, do ourselves justice. And, and finally, um, Dennis Smith, the legendary trainer, your, your impressions of what has happened. And, of course, you want to tell us uh, maybe a little story with Shane Warnley. And I'm sure you've got something in the bag that you can tell us before you go about Shaney. Um, first of all, 268 for the loss of six. Well, what do you make of that? I watched it this morning. That's why I've got red eyes. Um, it comes on very late at night. Um, I think tomorrow will be very important. Extremely important. I think that will nearly sum up uh, the, the game. Uh, I think our um, bowler, our batsmen have to um, put, put it really in and, and work hard because I, I, I think the bowlers can, um, they're not our weak link, I don't think. The batting's a weak link. And if they can get runs, well, they'll go all right. But the first hour tomorrow will be very difficult if we don't get them out and then they get over 360, 370. Hmm. Finally, what what what, what is what? Just say that I'll, after this, I'll be um, hopefully <laughs> what, turn straight onto the women, and hopefully um, um, they just get a better score, and I'll, I'll be rooting for them this afternoon. The last time you were on this show, you showed us a bottle of, of Bajan rum. Do you still have that? Um, I, uh, 
Um, I thought somebody was going to send me something, but I, I, I just can't remember now. <laughs> somebody was saying something about it. Oh, by the way, by the way, um, um, so I, uh, there's, there's that bat again. And, uh, yes, yes, um, yes. 13 what? names on there, and I just couldn't fit you in, Philo. <laughs> 13 in. Yeah, the name, thank you. Yes, I'm not the one who tells you. I've already said it in your memoir. Thank you very much. Tell me about some of those names there. Some of those names there before you go quickly. Some of those names. This is my, this is a squad, a, a test squad I've put together. I just put it together and then I looked and I said, I won't get any more names. There's a squad there of 13. I've got Bradman, Sobers, Gavaska, Gibbs, mm. Greenwich, mm. Marshall. Richards, Lara, Lily, Hadley, Marsh, Warren, Akran. Oh, what a squad. What a squad. What a squad. Final question to you, uh, Dennis. Who is the best batsman that you've ever seen in your life? Is that a difficult question? Best batsman in my life? Yes, they've ever seen. Um, to troll the game, I think, um, Smokey Joe. Yes. Vivian? Yes. And a person who should definitely get more ratings, definitely, definitely, holds two world records on his day with carves everybody to pieces. That's Brian Lowry. Oh, wonderful. And the best bowler you've seen? A fast bowler? Well, there's been plenty. As Alan Border said, he can name 10 of them. 10 fast bowlers, great fast bowlers, Lily, um, um, right through our four greats, but he always says, and I think, and seeing he had the same birthday as me, Denzel Malcolm Marshall. Oh, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, I want to thank you very much indeed uh, for being very much a part of the show, and uh, I, I know that uh, we're going to have you again so, soon. A state funeral for, for, for Shane Warren as well. Yes, uh, well, if you uh, send me a rub, I can have a drink for it. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> Wonderful. Thanks to you Thanks for coming. Hey. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. What's wrong with got short arms and long pockets? <laughs> indeed. Wonderfully oh, said. Thanks okay. to you, Dennis Wade, the legendary trainer. Thanks to you, Carlisle Best. Always good to hear from yeah. you. Thanks to you, of course, fellow Wallace. And, of course, thanks to Dr. Ford and Johnny Baran, who made your story. Um, you, he said that um, the best batsman that you would see, and, of course, Dennis uh, was... Of course, smoking Joseph Evan Richards, whose birthday was yesterday, and the best fast bowler he's ever seen, uh, the late great uh, Malcolm Marshall. Amanda Mason, here's hoping for a bird. Good evening, and welcome to the Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. BlogTalkRadio.com slash The Cricket Show, or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to. The Cricket Show at Comcast.net. And now... There you have it. There you have it. That's it for this evening. I hope you enjoyed it. You can come back into the archives and pull it up anytime you need. Blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Cricket Show. And we're all there for your ticking. Good night. God bless. See you come Sunday.